Hello folks, welcome to the Growing Our Future podcast where we speak with folks around education, health and the environment and what they're doing to make the world a healthier and more sustainable place to live. Today I'm with Dr. Daniel Murray. Daniel, how's it going, sir? It's fantastic. Honored to be here. Thank you. Yes, yes. Well, thank you for making time. I know you're a, a serial entrepreneur doing lots of things. You know, we came into contact a few years back when I joined the San Antonio Gardeners Facebook group, which is just taken off, and we're going to get into that a little bit. But let's go ahead and get started. Tell me a little about yourself. What do you do? Where are you from? All that good stuff. Sure, sure. Well, short story long, I was a special education teacher here in San Antonio for nine years. And then I got bit by the healthcare bug and started studying to be a nutritionist. Ended up actually falling in love and being intrigued by the science of chiropractic. So I switched from studying nutrition to postgraduate work in chiropractic. And this entire time, of course, I've been a gardener, an avid gardener. When I was a special education teacher, we built school gardens in every every school that I was at. There, there's really? A, yeah, there's a really nice one that's still standing at uh, Jimmy Elrod Elementary. We got a grant from the Obama administration and created an wow. outdoor classroom, gardens. And so this has just been a theme all of my life. I, I don't know why. I've just always been infatuated with playing in the dirt and growing things. I, I owned a landscaping company when I was 16. So I guess that's <laughs> kind, of, kind of where it all started, the, the entrepreneurial spirit combined with the love of nature. So yeah, it's it's been a really fun ride. I, I'm not a fan of pharmaceutical companies. I'm not a fan of the USDA and the recommendations that they make with for diet, I think are completely inaccurate. I, I disagree with a lot of the information that's disseminated. So part of my mission on this planet is just to make sure that people know that there are natural and healthy options and that there's a there's a better way to live, in my opinion, than relying on medications and quote unquote, the conventional wisdom of modern medicine. Diet and and food is just such an important part of health. I, I would argue it's the most important thing that we do every day, that the choices that we make, what we put into our body, the food that we eat, the water that we drink. So again, part of my mission is to to share the the knowledge that I've that I've learned in school, outside of school. I just think there's a better way and I'm I'm proud to be here part of this community, trying to make sure that people know that there are other options. Well, that was a mouthful, man. You have done a lot in your, in your lifetime. That is that is really cool. And so, you know, a lot of times people, you know, they start like a little lawn care business when they're in high school to make a little bit of extra change, right? But, you know, where does that go beyond that? Starting at the beginning, why did you decide to go into special education? So I really wasn't sure what I wanted to do. I came from a long family of educators, and I knew that I wanted to make a difference in the world. 
you know, I didn't want a sales job. I, I was good at that, but I didn't feel right at the end of the day. My, my first, my first job out of college was a sales job and I was, I was fantastic at it, but I didn't believe in the product. And so I went back to school and got my teacher certificate and decided that I would be an educator, join my family and, and be an educator. And it, it was amazing. I loved what I did for, for a long time. Felt good about myself, making a difference. We did the Solar Car Club. I was a solar Ooh, car Oh, yeah, yeah. At Northside uh, for my schools. Like I said, the school gardening, we, we created recycling teams where we would go around on Friday afternoons and take all the recycling buckets out to the, the recycling bins. So I've always felt like there was a need for leadership and people to step up and say, hey, we, we can live differently. I've been an early adopter of putting solar panels on my properties. I just got an electric vehicle. So I, I, I have children. I have three kids and I want them to have a planet to enjoy. Yeah. I want them to have clean air to breathe and better options for healthcare. And honestly, the way that we've been heading Boy, we're 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 headed down a, a very slippery slope. I think Stephen Hawking said before he passed that if we don't make some radical changes, the planet Earth has 50 years of survivability. So oh, wow. drastic measures need to be taken. And so that's just always been my mission, whether whether it's teaching school or even in my real estate, I kill all fossil fuels to the buildings. When I remodel a house, I put everything all electric because I'm preparing for what I feel is inevitable that we have to switch all of our energy sources to renewables, whether it's solar, wind, geothermal, so on and so forth. So long story short now is it doesn't matter who you are or what you do or where you are in life. You can make choices that affect the planet and and make it more sustainable for everyone. So so that's the mission that always has been, regardless of my my job or career. No, you, I mean, you make some valid points. A lot of times we get overwhelmed, you know, about what we can do as individuals, but it takes that, right? If everybody does it, then it makes this huge meta-level change. And so you know, I commend you for being the leader and being the example. Okay, so you, you were teaching and then you're like, you know what, I'm going to go down this nutrition path. And then you transformed into chiropractor. What happened when, between studying nutrition and then switching to chiropractic? So when I hit my late 20s, people my age started having health issues. You know, as you age, you get into your 30s, you, your 40s, you start to have more and more health concerns. That's, that's just the way it goes. And I had a good friend of mine that got sick in, in my late 20s and I analyzed their diet. This is when I was studying nutrition. She was getting ulcers. I, I looked at her diet and, and I had read something about how tomatoes combined with broccoli can create this acidity level that's really good for H. pylori, the bacteria that causes ulcers. So I recommended to her, hey, you can eat tomatoes, you can eat broccoli, you just can't eat them together because there's some sort of weird synergy between those two um, those two foods that creates an environment that's perfect for ulcers. Well, she had been to the medical doctor. She had been on all this medication. It was making things worse, quite frankly. And once she separated those two foods, the ulcers disappeared. And that's when I was still teaching, but I was 
studying to be a nutritionist. So that was my first quote unquote patient. And the results were amazing. Fast forward a few more years and I I started getting sick. I developed a, a chronic autoimmune condition. It was low grade, but concerning enough for me to seek medical attention. Again, through medical treatment, I felt like things were getting worse. Finally, they recommended a a series of injections that was going to cost $3,000 and had about a 50% efficacy rating. At the time, as I mentioned, I was a a school teacher. $3,000 was and still is a lot of money to me. So I called my buddy who was already a chiropractor, a friend of mine that I had grown up with. He recommended that I drastically change my diet. He said, you know, you need to do this cleanse. He was gracious enough to actually mail it to me. And I found out later it was like $1,000 worth of supplements. So they showed up in the mail with a letter that said, my only, my only condition on buying this for you is that you go and get adjusted two or three times a week until this infection passes. Uh, I had been sick for 90 days through multiple rounds of antibiotics, and I was living very healthy, drinking a gallon of water. Basically, I was following a keto diet, which I thought was super healthy at that time. And that's probably a whole nother conversation. But (laughs) I I took all the meat and animal products out of my diet for six months, was uh, raw food, vegan, 51% 51% of my food was was uncooked, unprocessed, started getting my spine checked on a weekly basis. And literally by the end of the first week, I felt completely different. Symptoms that had been lingering for 90 days through multiple rounds of antibiotics and medical treatment disappeared almost completely. And that was the light switch where I said, wait a minute. So I already knew nutrition was powerful. Now I found this other component to add to it, which is spinal health. Fuse the two together, along with other important things, exercise, sleep. You can live a life without a prescription. And that's what I've been doing for the last 20-something years. And I don't frequent medical doctors, but when I do go to see to see a doctor and they, they ask me on the intake, you know, how many prescriptions are you on? And I put nothing or I put like vitamin D, 10,000 I use a day. They act surprised. The nurses, the medical doctors, wow, you're 44 and you're not on any medications. And to (laughs) me, that that shouldn't be surprising. The human body body wasn't made to be dependent on, on pharmaceuticals. I mean, the body is not lacking Tylenol. The body is not lacking Advil. It's amazing to me that we've become so dependent on, on all these things. And I, I know I'm stepping up under my soapbox a little bit, but it truly is possible to to live a complete and healthy life without adding all this junk in and circling back. That comes from keeping yourself healthy and making good choices with your diet, playing in the dirt. You know, I read a study that shows that there's beneficial bacteria in the soil that fights depression. So yeah, yeah I saw that too. Yeah, there's science behind the fact that gardening can actually not only keep you healthier, but keep you from suffering from depression and anxiety and all these things that are, you know, plaguing our society, quite frankly. So in summary, it's it's been an amazing ride. I guess I've just gotten lucky to have have good friends that have introduced me to these alternatives to medicine. I'm blessed, brother. I'm blessed to be here. And it's 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 been an amazing journey. And I'm, I'm happy to help help other people start down this path. 
No, I love it. And a lot, of, a lot of things you're saying are in literature, right? People can go and do their research, you know, whether it's a podcast or an academic article. And so, you know, you became a chiropractor, you started up your, your chiropractic business. And of course, you're, you're a believer and a practicer of it. And then one day you said, you know what? I'm going to start a garden in my backyard or a pool, and I'm going to start the San Antonio Gardening Facebook. Tell me a little bit about that. Sure, sure. So I always wanted to have a property that had zero grass. I think the idea of grass Mm. is just absolutely ridiculous. Bermuda, St. Augustine, fescue, you name it. It's It's such a waste of resources, energy, time. And so I thought, you know what? I've always wanted to create a completely self-sufficient homestead. So when I graduated chiropractic school, obviously I I was busy in grad school. You don't have a lot of time for gardening. I've always kept a small garden. But when I graduated in 2016, I said, you know what? I'm going to do it big. I'm going to turn this entire house into either perennials that, that feed butterflies and hummingbirds or it's going to be something that I can eat personally. Grad school is tough. It, uh, it does a, a number on you physically, emotionally, mentally. So I think I, needed, I think I needed to heal. And anybody that's been through a really rigorous grad program will attest to that fact that it, it's taxing on the body. The creation of that garden and that homestead was really what I needed to do to heal myself. And I even had some of my colleagues, some of my buddies that I graduated with, they were watching me, following me on Facebook going, man, you spend so much time in your garden. How is your business doing? Like, how is your, how is your chiropractic clinic surviving when you're, you know, building all these things? But I I don't watch a lot of TV. You know, I I don't, I don't care for sports or any of that too much. So my free time was just spent in the garden Mm -hmm. creating and that that's what fulfills me. So, um, you know, people really like the process of watching me create this huge garden around my house. And I knew there were other people out there that had similar ideas. So I thought, you know what, I'm just going to create a group where we can post garden pictures. And if we have questions about what plant works and what plant doesn't, we can get together and just form a sense of community. It was something that I was looking for that didn't exist to my knowledge. I created the page and back then it was like me and 10 of my teacher friends, you know, folks that I talked <laughs> with that had helped me with the school gardens or that I knew were also interested in gardening. And then by the end of the year, I think we had a couple hundred people on there. I, I remember the first few months, if anybody asked, asked a question, I would have to be the one to respond or there wouldn't be any responses. Now I think mm-hmm. we're close to 20,000 members and I hardly have to say anything anymore. I, I just swoop in if somebody's being naughty and, and tell them not to. <laughs> but it's amazing to see this community of like-minded people that are interested in gardening and sustainable living ha- has grown. And yeah, I'm just honored to be a part of it. It's it's really just a reflection of my own personal journey. Just happy to be a part. Yeah, man. And it's just amazing how gardening brings people from so many different walks of life together, right? Like you and I probably would have never met if it wasn't for that common denominator. And uh, you brought you brought in together virtually close to, like you said, 20,000 people. So I commend you. I think it's probably the biggest gardening group for San Antonio. I'm a part of like South Texas gardening and there's some other big ones for the state. But man, the opportunities that we have within the virtual reality to bring people to the real world, right? And it goes back and forth. 
And on that point, you know, you and I have been brainstorming a little bit about a speaker series for 2023. So we're still, yes. um, you know, pl- plugging away at that. But anything you're super excited to talk about or expand on uh, knowledge in the 2023? I know you're you're working on some Earthship ideas. Absolutely. That's that's really, really exciting for me. That's something that I've been wanting to do for a long time. I've visited the, the Earthship community in Taos, and I'm, I've applied with the city of San Antonio to build an Earthship here. I will say I've already hit a brick wall. It's a pet project that I'm going to continue to plug away at. I don't know when it'll happen. Like I say, there's a mile and mountain of red tape to, to work through. I would love to bring that to San Antonio so that people can see what the potential is living completely off grid, completely sustainable. I mean, the majority of the house is made of recycled materials that are ending up in landfills and polluting the environment. So what Michael Reynolds has done with the Earthship is completely fascinating to me so that people can actually walk in it and see it. And you know, we're, you and I are getting our calendar together and we're, we're brainstorming on ideas of what are people interested in learning about and viewing and touring. And so that's one of the more exciting topics for me. And you're no rookie to housing or real estate. You dabble a little bit in that. Tell me why you think that an Earthship could be the future for living versus a stick build like today. Sure, sure. So as I mentioned earlier, our resources are finite as far as oil and gas and even, you know, even water um, is and will be a huge issue as we move forward and the population grows. The way that we're living now are, are the level of consumption of meat. The level of consumption of our non-renewable resources just isn't sustainable. It's really important that we look at alternative construction. The stick and frame model, I mean, it's got us this far, but again, we're primarily using lumber, whereas the Earthship, the majority of the walls are made out of old discarded tires packed with dirt from the site. And then you have glasses make up the interior walls. It's got solar. It catches rainwater. So so there goes the water issue that I mentioned. It catches the rainwater, filters it. In some instances, I believe it uses it three times. You use some water from the sink and then that goes to the toilet. Mm-hmm. And that mm. goes from the toilet uh, to a septic tank that then waters the landscape that is not edible. So it's just an amazing process of taking these finite resources and using them in a very intelligent manner, quite frankly, it would solve a lot of the issues that we're having early on in COVID. We're having food supply issues. And as the population increases, I think that's going to be more and more of a significant issue. So another cool aspect of the Earthships is every Earthship has a greenhouse built into it. And that's part of the way the house heats and cools itself. So imagine if everybody had a garden inside their house, you don't need an air conditioner or a heater because of the way that it's built. It's built facing the south, so it gets full sun exposure. And people might not believe it, but you can go to Taos, New Mexico, where it gets really, really cold in the winter. And these people are not only surviving, they're thriving. I mean, these are beautiful homes that, again, can solve or help start to solve so many of the issues that our our society is facing and will continue to face as the population increases. So 
again, just excited to be a part of it. I hope that these alternative styles to construction that are more sustainable start to become more generally accepted because we, like Stephen Hawking said, and a lot of the great scientists are saying, we have to do something different. We have to create a change Mm -hmm. or that the outlook of the human race is is not good. Uh, I mean, we've got Elon Musk trying to get us to Mars, hedging our bets. (laughs) And that's great. I'm a huge fan of space exploration and, and technology. But at the same time, you know, we we have to cherish and protect what we already have, which is planet Earth. I don't think the answer is let's go colonize other planets. That's part of the answer. But the, the main issue at hand is what can we do now to make sure that Earth will be sustainable and livable for thousands of generations on into the future? I'm with it. I'm with it, man. You're, you're super inspiring. I appreciate you know, you sharing these words of wisdom with us. And I'm looking forward to what the 2023 and beyond journey looks like. As we wrap up, where can people find more? Do you have a website for your clinic, for your real estate, anything like that? Absolutely. So the clinic is Vanguard Chiropractic located on 8241 Fredericksburg Road in the medical center. Really the best way to connect with me is just to find me on Facebook. It's Daniel Murray, DC, or the clinic page is Vanguard Chiropractic. I'm happy to help anybody in any way I can. You don't have to be a patient to ask me a question or pick my brain about something health related. I have people do it all the time. You don't have to be in San Antonio. I've helped people as far away as Thailand connect to a practitioner that suits their needs where they live. So Again, my mission is to make this planet a better place than I found it. So if I can help anyone in any way, feel free to reach out and I'll do the best I can. Okay, I'm overdue to get an adjustment. So I'll be seeing you soon, brother. Right, I'm looking forward to it. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. And uh, hopefully you continue to grow your future. Because you need some milk. Living your own with some big dreams. About to make it big on the big screen. Don't pay attention to that TV. Those fake food ain't what you need. Come on the house, let us chop it up. That's been telling me it's made it popular. The youth of the juvenile stopping us. The youth of the juvenile stopping us. But the health, well, social change. My fruits and veggies be off the chain. Want real food for real people. Gonna break your bread. Cafe, room money, real money. That's all I need. Get the green. People gotta eat. People gotta eat. Go food. Go food. ASC got produce. ASC about to go cool. We gone.